love it to this program that is designed with you in mind to cause you to be established in the word of God. I want to take you to our service today and get ready to be blessed even as we were blessed. Your life will never be the same. Now, today's episode. You don't want to miss service. Let's do it better for Paris Theater. Oh, church, let's do it better for them. Can I have my Bible? Let's pray. Let's share a word of prayer. I have a few minutes to end the service today. Heavenly Father, it is time to declare your word. Your word is already anointed. So I ask that may you anoint these lips of clay. Grant me all trance and make me a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. In the first service, I started speaking on the anointing. I told you that anytime we talk about the anointing, you shouldn't be so fascinated about the oil. A lot of you are so much moved and enthused by church panaphinarius. All right. So, I said that church panaphinarius. I'm sorry. When it comes to like churches, t shirts, chains, wristbands, and whatever, they are good. But remember, like calendars and whatever, this panaphinarius does not bring the power of God in your life. Understand this. God can choose to use a calendar to heal somebody. But we must not make it a formula. A lot of the churches are turning some of these things into formulas. When the calendar of a church brings healing to somebody, you see everybody buying a calendar thinking that the power to heal is in the calendar the power to heal is in the calendar it has never been true and it will never be true if you are here understand what I'm teaching you don't get out of here and go and buy your church's band and believe that there is some power in the band. Don't go and buy a gallon of anointing oil or holy water. And think that God is living in the water. It is never true and it has never been true. However, God can choose to heal somebody through water. God can choose to heal somebody through his church's calendar. God can choose to use a wristband to effect healing in somebody's life. But we must make sure we don't make it a formula. When Jesus Christ came to earth, we saw him perform so many miracles. There are some of the blind men he met. He laid his hands on them. 
And he prayed for their healing. For instance, when he met the blind man Bartimius, the man was screaming unto him, Son of David, have mercy on me. And so Jesus asked for them to bring him. When they brought him, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, I want to see again. Then Jesus prayed with him. And he said, your faith has made you well. And immediately the man's eyes was opened. But Jesus, on another occasion, met a blind man. And the Bible said, he spat on the floor. He missed the saliva with the mark. And he rubbed it on the man's eyes. And he asked him to go to the, the pool of Siloam. To go and wash. And the Bible says, immediately the man went and washed. He regained his sight. This is Jesus Christ healing the same blind man but with different formulas. Why, why don't we use saliva to heal the blind again? It is because God decided to use the saliva and the mouth to heal the man once and for all. And so we must be careful as a church or as Christians not to make certain things formulas. If you are sick, if you don't touch your church calendar, you don't believe you'll be healed. It is never true. There are some people here, when they are sick and pastor does not pray for them, they don't believe they'll be healed. And the same applies to anointing oil. That is why today certain pastors are selling anointing oil for 10,000 Ghana cities. 5,000 Ghana cities. 1,000 cities. 500 cities. Please, my sister. There is no power in oil. The power is with God. The power resides with God. Yes. There are, there, in the first service, I told you there are two sources of power on this earth. It is either the power is from the devil or the power is from God. Oh, make no mistake. The devil can live in an anointing oil when he touches you to give you healing, but later you, are, you become a servant to him. And so anytime we talk of anointing, there's a amount of what? There's a amount of anointing, sorry. This is our month of anointing. And in this month, we'll be anointing and praying with you with oil. But I'm saying that the oil does not carry any power if God chooses not to heal you. And that is what I spoke about in the first service. So the real anointing is with God. It is the Holy Spirit or the power of the Holy Spirit. So our, our quest this uh, month will be to know how to receive the anointing on our heads. How many of you want to know how to receive the anointing? Oh, I can't see your hands. How many of you want to receive the anointing? And I'm going to show you how to receive the anointing. And I, I want to recommend this book. I want to recommend this book. This is a book God led me to write. 
You can be anointed too. What I said in the first service is what I'm sharing in the second service is from this book. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse number 8. Ecclesiastes 9 8. Anytime a believer does not have oil on his or her head, they are exposed to demonic attacks and satanic oppressions. Anytime a believer lacks oil on his or her head, they open up themselves for the devil to do what? Attack them. And Ecclesiastes 9.8 the Bible tells us let thy garment be always white and let your head not lack oil let thy head not lack no ointment let's read the NIV version of this quickly the bible says NIV always be clothed in white and always anoint your head with oil this oil is not talking of a gallon of oil every day that you pour it on your head no but the bible is simply saying that always have the power of the holy spirit upon your life this week how many of you want to know how to always have oil on your head there is a way to have oil always on your head because when oil is always on your head number one the devil's attack doesn't hold when they attack some of you don't understand spiritual things but listen God said touch not mine touch not mine God didn't say touch not my preacher. God didn't say touch not my child. So you can be a child of God but when you don't have oil the devil will touch you. It is only the anointed that cannot be touched. I'm going to show you how to have, how to have oil on your head always. How many of you want to know how? I have only five minutes. My time is up. So let me show you how. Number one, you must be willing to serve other people. Willingness to serve. Willingness. Willingness. Willingness to serve other people. That is the first key to having oil on your head. All the people that were anointed in this world, they were all servants to others. Please, do you believe Peter was anointed? Peter. Peter Peter had anointed. Yes. Peter was raising the dead. Peter. Peter was the gentleman who raised a dead lady called Peter. Dorcas. Dorcas. The, book of Acts. the lady was helping widows and she died. When Peter got there, just the shadow of Peter alone, the shadow, started raising the dead. But how did Peter become anointed? Peter was a servant to Jesus Christ. All his life, he was serving Jesus Christ. When Jesus says, sit, 
Sit down. Peter will sit. When Jesus said, Get up. Go. Peter will go. Until somebody can tell you, Get up and go, and you go. You are not a servant yet. Until somebody can tell you, My brother, do this and do that. And you do it. You are not a servant. Today, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be a sales girl. Everybody wants to be a boss. Today, nobody wants to be a servant. Everybody wants to be a leader or a master. But in Luke chapter 16, let's read the scripture from Luke chapter 16. Listen to what Jesus is saying. Luke 16, verse number 12. Verse number 12. Jesus was talking to his disciples and he told them. If you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you a property of your own? Perhaps the reason why you don't have a house is because you are not faithful with what belongs to another man. Perhaps the reason why you are still working and not driving is because when you have somebody's car, you just mishandled it. When you got down because the car was not yours, you just banged the door. Bang! I'm telling you. Yes. When you sat in that trotter because the car was not yours, you took a pen and you started drawing, writing a telephone number at the back of the seat. Because the house you are living in is not your house. When the building is breaking, you take your money and you go and rent another one. Because the shop is not your shop. You will sleep and you open the shop at 10 a.m. And you close by 1 a.m. You've closed for the day. And by 4 people are at the shop buying something and the shop has been locked up. And they say, oh, it's not for me. It's a shop mine. It's not my if, if she takes a key, I'll go and look for another job. And Jesus is telling you and I that if you are not faithful with what belongs to another man, you will never be given your own. You will never get a house if you are not faithful with a house which belongs to another person. I know you don't like it, but these are the words of Jesus Christ. Faithfulness to what belongs to other people. So we do not cry. This I'm church is not my church. I am just sent here to come and work. Bishop can decide that Pastor Moss, I no longer need you in Perez Chapel workout. What can I do? The only thing I can do is just hand over the keys to him. I'll take my bag and I'm out. I know some of you are saying, Go ahead, for year, for year. We will not agree. We will not agree. You see, until you are ready to serve other people, for them to get the profits, yeah. you will never be giving your own. You will always keep this own. If you don't help others have something, you will never get your own. Never. You are working for somebody who asks you to do an estimate. The estimate was supposed to, the whole thing was supposed to cost 5,000. You added 10,000 to it, so you gave them 15,000 estimates. The 10,000 is for you. A man does this roofing stuff. He told me, he told me I've gotten a contract. 
And I've added some of the items. I was supposed to buy about 50 sheets. I, I, I gave him 80 sheets. Also, top 50 sheets. I was supposed to buy like uh, is it 70 two by six or whatever. whatever. I, guess, I just gave him 150 flat. So I said, brother, why? He said, oh, I want to use the, the rest to build my house. And a lot of the houses you live in as a rented place there, your landlord cheated somebody to build a house. I'm telling you, I am telling you, you went to the market, this thing is five cities. Oh, you came, you went to buy two cities, you are coming to sell at five cities. You said it's 25 cities. And when they want to cheat you, they will tell you that oh, it's because of you, that's why I've given it to you at 25. Because, because of you? 25 cities because of you? 25 Always cheating. Everybody's cheating. Everybody is stealing. This person is stealing from this person. And they say, oh, everybody is doing it. And Jesus is saying that if you are not faithful with what belongs to another man, nobody. And it's dangerous because if an angel has said who will give you, we can convince Jesus to give us. But if Jesus is saying who will give, then it means that me will not give you. Yes. Jesus said who will give you your own, your own. Who will give you your own? Your guys are very committed. They are always there. And I, I was always there for my former pastor. I would invite instrumentalists to come and play, and I would pay them. With money. Not with the church's money. My instrumentalists for yes. All the instrumentalists that came to the church, I brought them. I was the organist. I was playing the keyboard. I brought the drama. I brought the the basis. We were all playing. And I was paying all these people for my pocket. Yet the pastor didn't even like me, but no problem. I was just there serving my quota. I did what I can do. When my time came for me to walk out, I walked out. Then somebody from the church told me, you are the only person who left the church and pastor had nothing bad to say about you. Yes. You are the only person. You are the only person. So anytime people leave, hey, I don't say bad things about them. said you were the only person. So I asked the person, what did he say about me? And he said, oh, he said you were going to school and you come. Yes. If you are not faithful with what belongs to another man, when your boss is out, no work, it's a so, holiday for so, you. Then you throw the book, hey, hey, hey. So then you take your phone, what's up, what's up. When you see your boss coming on, then. Who are you deceiving? Why now, deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. My presiding bishop has never been here before. Yeah, but one of these days he'll be coming here. Oh, you don't believe one of these days he'll be coming here. He'll be coming here. But I don't work in the house because bishop is here or he's not here. 
things to please man. Every time I'm doing something, I just tell God, God, you are seeing what I'm doing. I'm doing it for you. I'm, you are here. No wonder he's blessing me. No wonder. I'm telling you, there are some of the blessings I can't even tell you. Yes. For when God, God prospered Isaac, the Philistines envied him. I know there are no Philistines over here. Oh, there are some of the blessings you can't even say it. But I'm telling you, God is blessing me. To have a wonderful gentleman like this man, God has blessed me. Yes. To have this gentleman, that gentleman, and you, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. To have a university graduate as my interpreter, I'm blessed. To have a university graduate as my drama, my drama. How many churches has got university graduates as drummers? I'm sorry, how many churches? You, you can't recognize greatness. You can't recognize. The man who carries Bishop's Bible when he's going to preach. The man is a branch manager. He has worked. He has worked for 14 years. Barclays Bank. Now he has resigned. When he was there, every year he was taking award. Every year, the man is good. Bishop is going He carries the Bible. Bishop, If Bishop finishes, then he will go and take the Bible. Bishop, And I was asking myself, what to make a a graduate like this man say, Bishop? Then I saw this scripture and I understood. Bishop. That if you are not faithful with what belongs to Bishop Ajinasari, God will not be faithful to you. And I am begging all of you, all of you under the sound of my voice. When God asks you to do something in the house, don't stay away. Yes. Oh, me, I will not do it. They will say Pastor Moses is doing well, so I will not do it. Don't do that. Always try to help people. Yeah, they obey to me, so they be servant. Peter, no, yeah, or some Moses, 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 Joshua Moses, and he will go and come. One day he wanted to go and spy the land of Jericho. He said, hey, Joshua, come. Gather people, go and spy the land and come and give me report. One day the Amalekites stood up against them. He said, hey, Joshua, go and fight the Amalekites. Go and fight them. Hey, Pastor Moses is always relaxing and sending Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. Then one day, one day. One day. One day. Tell your neighbor there is always a one day. I said, tell your neighbor there is always a one day. Joshua chapter one. Joshua chapter one. Let's read from verse number one. One day. Moses died. Moses. Did you know Moses had children? 
Did you know Moses had children? Moses had sons. sons. But because they were not serving his father, because they were not helping him in the work of the ministry, God forgot about them and removed them from the place. Let me see. After the death of Moses, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that God spoke to servant, the servant, the servant, the servant, the one who was servant. Why didn't God speak to Moses' sons? But God spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, and, and said, and I like this word, Moses' assistant, the one helping Moses. And he said to him, what did he say? What did he say? Moses, my servant, is what? Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. What is the meaning of that? You are the new Moses. You are the new Moses. Why is Joshua the new Moses? Because he has served the original Moses. I see some of you receiving anointing to replace the Moses of your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So God anoints servants. Until you become a servant, you are out of God's next generation. My servant. So Moses himself was a servant. He was serving God. Now Moses is dead. God said, I need another servant. Then he said, Joshua. Arise, go over the Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I have given to them. You will never receive grace and anointing to do greater works when you are serving nobody. Forgive me, Forgive me for the time. Ask, who are you serving? Who is there in your life that you can say, I'm serving him? so is God serving you or you are serving him and I want to say this God will always make sure there is a difference between those who are serving him and those who are not serving him Malachi 3.18 look at it God said I will always put some difference 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 between those who are serving me and those who are not serving me then you shall again descend between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves God and one who does not serve him you shall see the difference the King James is far better he said, you are going to see the difference. I am going to make sure there is a difference between those serving me and those who are not. King James, King James. Look at it. He said, then you, thou, then shall ye return 
and descend between the righteous and and between him that served God, between him, between him that served God and him that served him not. If you serve God, God will always make sure people see the clear difference between you and others. That's why I'm calling on all of us to work for God. Yesterday, some of us were here. Some of us were here from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. We were praying. We were we were not eating. We were not jubilating. We were just here praying. This lady, Mabel, she prayed that you could say that she was tired. One hour. I wish I could make her sit down, but I said, pray. Pray. When they finish, I ask, who would drink? Mineral. And God said, those who serve me, I will always give them something that will make them different from the rest. Those of you don't know me, watch me well. Very soon. Some of you, not all of you, some of you will see me. And you would wish you could talk to me. Say, Pastor, and, and my body guy say, hey, my friend. Oh, yes, sir. What's the problem? Because the truth is that when people grow and they mature, their enemies become more. I'm telling you, that's why the president has got bodyguards. It's not because he's being proud, it's because his enemies are more. So they don't want to take the chance. If you are his mother, go and join the queue. We are protecting him. A president of, of Israel was shot. A president of Israel was shot three times on the heart and he died. Yes. Yes. An American president, he was just greeting people in the crowd. They shot him and his bodyguard took the bullet three times. America president, be not all church and call so for this your time, two, big and men, bodyguard. They don't want to take the chance. Yes. Yes. So you see them, you see, you see their bodyguard. Oh, pastor, if you become an MP, they will give you a police to protect you. It's compulsory. The value of a great person is equal to more than 100 citizens. In America, the president's life is equal to all the Americans. America and what have you to repel bombs and what have you? I, 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 at, the house, at the White House, they have a place called the bunker. It's like a tunnel, a house on its own. 
No bomb in this world can blast that door. And the only person who has the password to that door is the president of America. And they say that the day that something will happen in America and he enters, that's it. Nobody can kill him. He will, he will live there and he can live there for a thousand years. There's food. Every day there is something to, to eat. When they, they attempted attempt to take over the White House, and that White is what House made the Americans build that place. I am, I am telling you that there is differences between great people and ordinary people. If not, if not, Yes, sir. Captain Mahama. Ka Captain Mahama. You remember Captain Mahama? The soldier Captain was lynched. So you wouldn't be lynched and you see a whole troop of soldiers in one town. Yes. And yet there was somebody else who was killed within your community. Not even the police came. Yes, not even the police came. Nobody even heard of it. Human beings have got differences. And God said, that is what I'm going to do with those who serve me. あ、そうですね。やめとそう、思うもんすんのに、何思うもんすんのに、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。あ、天。